RX. This is Studio 360. I'm Kurt Anderson. Experience life. Have some fun. There's a new fiesta in the making as we speak. Full kegs. Everybody's gonna be there. You ought to go. This is our last party as high school people. So we're gonna still go? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I guess. It is an American movie genre. From American Graffiti in the 1970s to Dazed and Confused in the 90s to Superbad in the aughts, the end of high school romp comedy follows a certain template. A mega party to be had and a wild, wacky, booze-fueled odyssey to get there. These movies are also stories focused on boys' lives. Rueful, horny boys wanting to break the rules, get the girl, get out of town. But this summer, finally, the template has been altered, updated. Missed ya. I missed you. I missed you so much. Been one night. Booksmart is a new movie directed by Olivia Wilde about two smart young women, Molly and Amy, best friends, finishing at the top of their class because they spent high school getting all A's and volunteering instead of partying so they could get into good colleges only to realize at the last second that their hard-partying classmates also got into the same good schools. Let's go to Nick's party. Are you kidding? No, no way. We only have one night left to have studied and partied in high school. Otherwise, we're just gonna be the girls that missed out. We haven't done anything. We haven't broken any rules. Okay, we've broken a lot of rules. One, we have fake IDs. Fake college IDs so we can get into their 24-hour library. Name one person whose life was so much better because they broke a couple of rules. Picasso. Yes, he broke art rules. Name a person who broke a real rule. Rosa Parks. Name another Susan one. Susan B. Anthony. God damn it. So they embark on a wild, wacky, booze-fueled odyssey to get to the mega party. But the depiction of the two characters and their friendship isn't generic. It's very specific and fresh and believable. Molly is played by Beanie Feldstein, who was in the film Lady Bird, playing Shirsa Ronan's best friend. Are you okay? I'm fine. What happened? Nothing, really nothing. Why are you crying? Just crying. Some people aren't built happy, you know. And Amy in Booksmart is played by Caitlin Deaver, whom you might have seen in the FX series Justified. I miss my mama. Imagine. Not my daddy. He was pitiful. Does that make me bad? And they're here with me now. Welcome. So I'm going to ask the same question of each of you. Caitlin, I want you first to describe Beanie's character, Molly. Ooh, fun. Okay. Um, Beanie's character, Molly is sort of the one that spearheads the journey with Amy in the movie. Amy, I'm so serious. They think that we're robots. They think all we care about is taking a million APs and getting into Yale and editing Law Review at Georgetown and clerking for a federal judge between junior and senior year before eventually becoming the youngest 
justice ever nominated to the Supreme Court of the United States. In my case, you get the point. Nobody knows that we are fun. She is unapologetically fierce, an incredibly smart, incredibly intelligent, so fun. Uh... Now, Beanie, uh, your turn, uh, Caitlin's character. Um, so Caitlin's character, Amy, is a bleeding heart. She is deeply compassionate. She's an activist. She's like the creating all these um, civil rights groups at the school and leading every protest. And she's going to Botswana to help women make their own tampons and save lives during the summer. And she's this really, really loving, deeply loyal and a much more quiet um uh, and a bit timid more than mm. Molly is. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also uh, a girl that's interested in other girls and gets to explore her sexuality in the film. What are you doing? Go back! Oh, that was bad. That was that was bad. I'm good. I don't even know if she's into girls. I'm good. That was... She wore a polo shirt to prom. Well, that's just her gender performance. It's different from her sexual orientation. I'm sorry, but I don't get it. Well, gender is no, constructive. thank you. That much I understand. It's just, it's a little bit shocking that... That you're into Ryan. It's just, it's not, it's not what I anticipated. I just like that she's always in a good mood and she's got a really cute smile. So it just seems like she'd be a really fun person to have sleepovers and lie around with. I'll be back talking to Beanie and Caitlin after a break and a reminder to follow us on Twitter. We are at Studio 360 Show. And now back to the interview. What's so special about Booksmart is it portrays two brilliant, fierce, passionate young girls, and yet they are so different. Um, They share a passion and a love for school and a love for each other, but the way that they express themselves is very different. One of the great things about both of these characters is that they're not uh, familiar stereotypes that you see in movies. I mean, the girls who were my friends when I was in school and the girl I married and is my wife are are kind of like this, which is to say smart and disciplined and ambitious, but not not square and not like, you know, uh, grinds. Right. I mean, th- th- right. You, don't, you don't see that much in movies. Yeah. And I think what you're picking up on is um, something that we both love about the film so much, which is that. You get to see the girls be brilliant at school and be fierce and unapologetic and strident. And and yet when they're alone, their their intelligence and their banter and their wit is still there. But they also are loose and silly and funny and warm. And I think the showing the not only the duality, but the, the multi, you know, multidimensionality of these girls is what is resonating with people. They they feel like they're seeing their real friendships. Yeah. I've, we've had, I mean, it's crazy, but Beanie and I have, have had several people coming up to us being like, I've never seen my best friends on screen before. I've never seen that relationship before in a movie. Do you, as human beings, overlap with these characters a bit, a lot, at all? How, how much do you overlap with each of your characters? I'd say I'm sort of... Uh, Like 40%, Amy, (laughs) because Olivia allowed me to sort of take some of my own specificities to the character and to the role. Like the auto-harp? Like the auto-harp. Really? Um, Yeah, that auto-harp is something that I, in the early stages of prep, I, you know, we were sort of talking about that uh, picnic scene and, and we were thinking like, oh, it'd be funny. Like, what would Amy be doing 
while Molly's sort of silently panicking and freaking out. And we were thinking, oh, maybe she'd calm her down with a song or a poem or, okay, if she's doing a song, should she just be singing or should she have a guitar? And I'm like, what if she's playing the auto harp? If you don't say something in the next 10 minutes, I'm gonna take you to the hospital. I don't want to say I'm getting concerned, but to be honest, I'm getting concerned. This is fun. Okay. I create a playlist for every character that I play in films and for Amy I create I, I, in her playlist there was a lot of Joni Mitchell there was a lot of June Carter um, uh, Patti Smith Alanis Morissette like all these strong strong female singer songwriters and I just think an auto harp was just like the perfect just random instrument that of course Amy would have and know how to play. That's interesting though about the the creating the 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 playlist as part of the backstory for these characters that isn't provided by the screenwriters. Did you do that as well, Beanie, with with your character? I didn't I I didn't create a playlist for her specifically, although she definitely listens to a lot of musicals and a lot of um, intense rap, which I think <laughs> mm. <laughs> sums her up as a person. But uh I, I thought a lot about um, a few friends of mine who are very, very intense people. And if you met them for about five minutes, you'd be like, that is a lot of intense energy. <laughs> and if you know them well, you know it's because they're actually really insecure and they're they're throwing up a wall. They're putting on this armor to cover up their insecurities. And that expresses itself um, on the surface as intensity, but on, underneath is actually um, a real vulnerability. And once I kind of locked into that, I knew that I had cracked the code to Molly Davidson. <laughs> um, I don't feel that similar to her. I think what we share is our intensity um, in our, our love of our best friends. But her... Her demeanor and her energy in the world is different than mine. You did not know each other before you were cast. They cast you before knowing that you could pull off the appearance of being uh, best friends. Really? There was no screen test just to make sure you got along or could fake chemistry or something? No. You can't fake chemistry. You really cannot fake chemistry. But yeah, Beanie and I... Hadn't met. Uh, but we lived together through the entire uh, rehearsals and prep and shooting of the film. Um, Caitlin and I shared an apartment. Huh. So wow. that that was something that Olivia had, um, the first time Caitlin and I met, the three of us had lunch. And Olivia was like, it would be incredible if you could live together. Ha ha. And the two <laughs> of us looked at each other after knowing each other for 20 minutes. And we were like, let's do it. No joke. Like, literally, we had sat down. The Appies haven't even, <laughs> hadn't even arrived. And agreed to living with each other you know you read this script and you go oh this movie would not be what it is if it without their extreme bond and and connection i think the the main character of booksmart is not me or caitlin it's the space between us Mm -hmm. and i think that friendship was always the center character of the film. Mm-hmm. And we knew we had to make up for lost time because Molly and Amy have spent every day together since they were five. Yeah. And um, we couldn't, you know, go back and redo our lives. But we could make sure that from the moment we did meet and we did get cast, we spent every minute together. And there was no greater way to do that than living together. The, the thing that, among other things, that, that make it very 2019 to me is the fact of Caitlin, your character, being an out lesbian. That even 10 years ago, I don't I can't imagine being in a big Hollywood comedy. Yeah, no. I'm 
really, really honored to play a girl like Amy where her sexuality is not put on a pedestal. It's not her defining quality. You know, Amy wasn't put in this movie to be the queer character of the film. Uh, she's I, not the only queer she's character not the in only the queer character in the film, which is really, really great. And, um, you know, I think that that's what's amazing about Olivia is that she just wanted representation and she fully gets this generation and she really, really wanted to represent um, this generation in the best way possible. Absolutely. Although, to be fair to Olivia, she's only like 10 or 12 years older than you guys. So anyway, we asked the two of you for examples of friendships in film and, and TV shows that informed the friendship you portray in Booksmart. One is Abby and Alana from the Comedy Central show Broad City, which just ended. Yes. Yes. So, Beanie, this was on your list. So what was it about Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer who played versions of themselves that struck you so hard? The way that they love each other and their own sort of like um, they have this sort of sound and and um, rhythm to their banter that is so iconic. We knew that Molly and Amy's would maybe stem from a different place and they'd be talking about different things, but that... Um, I always say dude to each other. <laughs> yeah. Dude? Dude? <laughs> dude, that's where I work. Dude, I'm in there like every day. Dude, how have we not seen each other? Dude, this is insane. They have a rhythm that when you hear it, even if you weren't watching it, you'd be like, that's Broad City. You know what? You're right. This could be exciting. You know why? This is going to be the time that I take a license photo that is good. Of course you are. With that ass? They don't let you put your ass in the photo. They really should. I know you from your ass better than I know your face. You know me from my ass better than you know me from my face? Yep. And hearing it said back to me slower only validates it more. Okay. And also just the way that they flop all over each other and they're so connected and they're so um, warm and, and comfortable with each other was um, definitely something that we knew Molly and Amy would have. And, and, and crazily compliment each other. <laughs> yeah. Effusively yeah, compliment exactly. each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. exactly. Which is something your characters do in Booksmart as well. Here's a clip from early on. Amy and Molly have just changed into their party outfits and they do a simultaneous reveal and both are wearing uh, blue jumpsuits and berets. No. 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 Not acceptable. This is not okay. Who allowed you to be this beautiful? Who allowed you to be this beautiful? Who allowed you to take my breath away? Call the Who paramedics. Nope. Call the police. Because there has been an emergency. I can't look right at it. Caitlin, one of yours you mentioned was the, the buddy comedy The Heat, uh, starring Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Jesus. What? What are those? What? What are those? Stop. Stop it. So my Banks, they hold everything together. Why? What's gonna f come fucking popping out? Nothing. It just keeps everything where it's supposed to be, like in shit, like medically. Oh yes, our queens. This rough and ready character in Melissa's McCarthy's case, and and this buttoned up FBI agent. It, even though it's like a crazy, funny action comedy, there is a lot of heart to it. Hey, that's not right. No, it's not. No, that officer that you're making fun of, the one that you're all laughing at has more integrity, more commitment, more courage, and more guts than anybody in this room. I think it's so beautiful when you don't just have a comedy and it's completely funny the whole way through and you're trying to land a joke and I just think that there's there's so much more to life than just, you know, 
just being sad all the time or just being happy all the time. There's so much, um, you know, flow in between there. Uh, one you mentioned, Beanie, as well, was uh, Gilmore Girls, not the mother and daughter relationship, but but Rory Gilmore's uh, relationship with her friend Paris. Yes, Paris was a huge inspiration to me for Molly. Really, as that she was the smartest kid in this in this fancy new school that Rory is, is goes to at the beginning of the series. Yes, exactly, and they're. Um, you know, obviously when they first meet, they're not best friends when they first meet. I'm Paris. I didn't see you there. Where'd you come from? I know who you are too. Lorelai Gilmore from Stars Hollow. You can call me Rory. Are you going out for the Franklin? The what? Nice innocent act. At least I know you're not going out for drama club. I'm confused. The Franklin, the school paper, are you going out for it? I don't know. I have to find my locker first. I'm going to be editor next year. Well, good for you. I'm also the top of the class, and I intend to be valedictorian when I graduate. Okay, I'm going now. You'll never catch up. You'll never beat me. The school is my domain, and the Franklin is my domain. And don't you ever forget that. I think that the kind of a calm, quiet thoughtfulness of Rory and the brazen intensity of Paris is very similar to Molly and Amy. And also that, that Amy Sherman Palladino writing is just so, so brilliantly specific and and littered with references only those two girls would know. And Katie Silverman's writing is so similar to me in the way that she writes Molly and Amy and how quickly they they talk to each other and they just throw out all these incredible um, references that the two of them can just pull out so offhand and their vocabulary is so heightened. And um, I just thought that Paris was this this unapologetically intense young woman. And right. so that that was very much a Molly to me. So Booksmart has you two in, in these roles that in in previous movies in this genre have always been male. Um, this is written by women, uh, including Katie Silverman, directed by Olivia Wilde. And it's not, for either of you, um, the first movie you've been in made by women. Caitlin, you worked with a few female directors, and, and Beanie, of course, uh, on Lady Bird, you were working with uh, Greta Gerwig. Well, I've done five films, and four of them were directed by women. Wow. Um, which is pretty remarkable. And also, um, and the one that wasn't was directed by Nick Stoller, who is the most kind, generous man. I, I also think, you know, this movie was never, ever, ever, you know, for two boys. And we never wanted it. To, it was always in the female voice. Um, and these characters are so so strong and they are such strong women but I, I also just don't like you know I've had the, I've had such a privilege even in the past year working with Lisa Cholendenko and the year before that I worked with like Lynn Shelton and uh Catherine Bigelow and even my first movie that I ever did was directed by a woman wow Her name is Martha Coolidge she directed oh sure um Valley Girl yes back in the 80s yeah. Um, so I think that you know, women have always been here. Right. We've always we've always been here. It's just a matter of you know. It's not a matter of talent. It's a matter of opportunity. Yeah. And also, I think we're both um, women that want to be a part of stories that we would want to see. Uh -huh. And so we we only choose um, or are lucky enough to be in films that resonate with us and are films that we would be there opening weekend if we weren't in them. And I think. 
sometimes it's lovely to be a part of a male story, but to get to be a part of a distinctly female story, um, and those stories should be written and directed by women, um, is an incredible uh, part of our artistry and who we are as young women. Well, it, it, you, you do an incredible job, both of you, uh, and, and as you say, as a unit, as this friendship unit yes. in this film. And so uh, congratulations, and, and Beanie and Caitlin, thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Book Smart is in theaters all over the country right now. Hey, it's Andy from Studio 360. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why don't you come see us do it live? We're taking our show to the High Line in New York City, and we'll have some very special guests, including the very funny Asif Mondi, as well as performances by Yola Tango and the musical comedy duo Friends Who Folk. For tickets and more information, go to slate.com slash live. Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe to Studio 360 at iTunes or Overcast or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 